scriptures with me. We're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. Welcome to 52 Weeks. This is Tracy, Steph, and Melody, and we are back again. I bet you didn't expect that. Okay, just kidding, you did expect that. And we are walking today. We are on uh, either, well, I don't know where Melody is, but Steph and Tracy are walking. I've been walking, walking. I'm also walking. this This is a walking call. So we, this past week, the invitation was when tempted to go to friends first, to go to, to go to God first. We've actually done this before, uh, previously, but I feel like I needed that reminder and I needed that refresher for myself personally. And so that was the invitation this week. So does anyone want to start us off on how it went for them this week? Should I go first? <laughs> okay, I'm going to go first. I'll go first. So, I... <laughs> that things have been... Melody, can you can you mute yourself while um, you're not talking? Or is that not possible? Uh, it's not possible because of... Okay. And my phone is behind me, so I can't reach it. <laughs> Am I really okay. loud? Okay. Yeah, your cars are really loud. Yeah, oh, I well, I, oh, sorry. I will be past these cars in just a second. Okay, all right. Anyway, so um, all right. So my experience was that I went to. There was actually a few experiences I had this past week, and I noticed that. Okay. Hey, Melody. Yeah. Um. Let's just wait until you're past the cars because it like makes it sound like it's like. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Although I live right by like this public transportation, like all the buses from out right here. So uh, very loud. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, I should be past them now. Okay. okay. All right, so my experience with going to God first was I feel like I I definitely had some experiences. So one night, what I've actually been focusing on is kind of the returning and report aspect of my day, and I've been using the high-performance planner that Brendan Bouchard did a few years back, and I have a bunch of them. And so I haven't used them, and so I've been using them again, and there's a morning mindset and then an evening mindset kind of thing you do, like an evening reporting kind of a thing. And I just noticed that when I've been doing that, it's actually helped me to prepare for my day and also for me to report on what happened that day and why it was successful or why it was not as successful as I desired. 
And so I feel like that was such a cool experience because when I would report, it's almost like I'd get on my knees and then kind of report back to Heavenly Father based on the plans I made for the next day and what I had done that day. And it felt like this whole collaboration, it felt like a collaboration with God where he was supporting me in moving forward and giving me momentum for the next day, but also being able to reflect on how I had done that day. And even though I, I did have a few experiences where I like, got on my knees and talked to God first before I got on an app or talked to a friend. So I had that happen a few times this week, and I do feel like it makes a difference for me to talk to God. And also just to become aware of how often I do want to talk to my friends, I guess, instead of going to God. So it's just another, I think, realization for me personally about how often I go to people instead of to God. So I think I just needed that, like, refresher for myself. So I have a question. I'm just yes. curious uh, what your thoughts are. So when do you think it's appropriate to go to a friend instead of God? Or do you think that's never appropriate? Do you think it's appropriate to always go to God first and then in some circumstances go to a friend afterwards? And then in some, maybe you just go to God? I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah, for me, for me, I think, like, that's not realistic <laughs> to say, like, always <laughs> and never, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. That God puts people in our past at different moments for a purpose, and it's not because we're, like, automatically going to God. We're, that friend is there to help us in that moment. And I feel like sometimes that's what we're inspired to do. Uh, so no, I don't. I don't think that it's an always or never kind of situation. I think it's a both and situation where we can talk to God and we can talk to our friends. But I do think sometimes I'm tempted to go. I just recognize that it's kind of an addictive nature to me that I I tend to like inquire with my friends rather than inquire with God first, and I feel like I'd like to reverse the order. Kind of like the two great commandments: love God, love man. <laughs> like you love your fellow men and so for me I think it's an issue of just like am I actually loving God by spending time with him when I really yeah. like need him so or when I just want to thank him or whatever just that whole strengthening that relationship with my heavenly father oh for sure okay okay that makes sense so it's more about just strengthening your relationship with God not not necessarily spending less time with friends doesn't mean not going to friends it's just is about right spending more time with God. I like that. Okay, cool. Um, Melody, I just have to tell you really quick, this is off the subject, but this yeah. is so cool, where usually it's, like, so hot. <laughs> Ooh, <So>. good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you so. guys on a different trail today? No, we're on the same one that we go on. Okay. So. Good. I'm um, glad it's cooler today. <laughs> yeah, it's so much cooler. But, um, so my experience this week, I feel like I had a lot of things, I have a lot of uncertainty going on in my life, and because of that, all I wanted to do was numb myself and not think about it, and procrastinate, and just be in my little bubble. So I was very distant from God for a good portion of the week, um, just because I didn't want to talk about it, I didn't want to think about it. Um, I was avoiding um, everything in life. And so, um, but I feel like, especially yesterday and today, I have been praying constantly and um, and really 
And I think it's going to show you me of is the only one that can really help our heart be calmed in uncertainty and that Christ really knows how we feel, all our situations and all those feelings. And so even though it's nice to vent friends, it's nice to think just like that Christ really knows you so individually. Um and it was exactly what you were saying, not just empathizing. So that was my experience this week. Melody? Awesome. So, I am. I can kind of relate. So, I also was just. I know. I guess our situations are, are different. I just was feeling really, really down this week, which you know is a perfect week to like really practice going to God. Um, but I didn't do a great job. I just. I honestly became reclusive, and I just. I did reach out to friends. Well, I knew that the challenge was not to reach out to friends and to go to God first. So I did reach out to friends when I wanted to. But I also, like, didn't want to talk to God. So I just didn't talk to anyone. And, um, but I, I realized that, I take that back. It's not that I didn't talk to him because I do have a habit of talking to God all day every day. I never specifically knelt down and thought, okay, like this is going to be time with God. But I was like communicating with him all day, every day in my head. Um, and, and I recognized that. That's just something that I've always done. Just little things like, you know, I, I've heard a lot of um, opinions on, on prayers like this, but I asked God, for little things like, um, like Heavenly Father, what's going to have for breakfast this morning? When I have a hard time deciding, and or, or like Heavenly Father, what what outfit is going to make me feel the happiest today? Or you know, so I did like recognize myself talking to God like that throughout the day, um, but I did spend a lot of time like consciously like getting down on my knees and praying and talking to God because I just was in a low place and I. Just didn't. I just didn't go to anyone. That's where I was at this week. So, anyways, I feel ya. <laughs> You've Thanks got friends in no places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but here's here's the thing: is Melody. I think that that's the goal for all of us is to be in a continual prayer unto God. I, I mean, that's my goal is to be more in communion with him and like the day-to-day and just the moment-to-moment. And I feel like I kind of, for me, I've been out of that habit. It's just been, it has been my habit. And so for me hearing that, that's inspiring. (laughs) That's really beautiful that that's the relationship you have with God, that you're just in a continual conversation with him anyway. And I remember something once said on a podcast with my podcast, they said, you know, I realized that I was talking to my, so I might as well, and so she, anyway, they just directed their thoughts towards God instead of just towards their own thoughts and towards themselves, and so I just think that's really cool, that's what your, what you just said reminded me of. Thank you. You know, I feel like my relationship with God is kind of funny right now. I'm like... 
I know. I kind of feel like a little rebellious teenager. And I'm like, she's not telling me what to do. Like, but, but I'm like, right. okay, but at the same time, I really need you. So I want you to help me. Sorry that I, that I wasn't listening. <laughs> you know? You know how teenagers are? They're like, I hate you. Yeah. Oh, I really need your money. Can you buy me this? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like I've been one of, one of the interesting parts for me this past week is I've been tempted by food this past like I've had a lot of wanting to just eat whatever I want to like just I've kind of been just showing some addictive like I've struggled with food before but it was just like wow I can feel it right now and so that was interesting <laughs> And it's like, why am I thinking about food right now? Like, what emotion am I not processing? What time am I not looking at? Like, why am I trying to be distracted? Or why am I, or am I just hungry and I'm not feeding myself enough food, right? Like, I don't know. It's just interesting. <laughs> I was sort of curious about that. It's like, why is that happening? And I didn't really spend enough time thinking about that, maybe to get an answer to it, but it's just been interesting. I thought I was rebellion with food. I guess you're going crazy. And I think it's because I'm thinking about what I feel like my body really needs right now. And then I just rebel against it. It's an interesting thing. Human. So, anyway. Thank you guys for doing, taking the invitation and providing your perspectives on that topic. And then, uh, how is, how are the goals? Um, we had, um, I don't know, did you go on a report on the goals? So um, my goals were down the toilet last week. Like, Beth, you have yeah. so much going on right now, <laughs> to be honest. But I think that it's like, uh, so I do have to say, I know, sorry, Tracy's like holding the phone for me, I'm like, oh yeah, I can hold it. Um, <laughs> I watched my brother qualify for Boston this weekend. And that was such a cool experience. And side note, I'm really frustrated with Cotman Heights, so they want to take away the Rebel, and I wrote a letter to the mayor, because there she was that they were frustrated. They were frustrated that patrons didn't stay and shop in Cotman Heights afterwards and eat. And I was like, well, obviously, you've never ran 26.2 miles, because they're like, people just get in their cars after. I'm like, if you want to go shower and sleep, but people probably door dash, or you know what I mean? So, yeah. anyways, it was just such a cool experience because I saw someone, like, so someone take someone and um, the guy was, like, really weak and he helped him cross the finish line. And these were all guys that were qualifying for Boston. And so it was just really cool that that guy made his time slower so he could help someone up to cross the finish line. And then watching my brother wow. and stuff. So seeing the crowd, and I had told you guys this in Marco, it just really inspired me and reminded me um, why I want that goal, and it's, it's more than just a, a race, but it's like the the experience of being able to qualify. My brother just showed me today he submitted his his time to Boston, um, and he'll see in two months wow. if he gets in. And I'm like, I want that experience, and so I'm glad that because really before him, this is the only I really know that's qualified. I'm sure other people have, but in my immediate circle. And so, being able to watch that happen um, reminded me of my why. And so, this week I'm really focusing on, even though 
life is still chaotic and there's a lot of unknowns in my life um, to focus on my daily. So this morning I woke up at like 5, which is like 4, and just organized myself. And so I will be able to go home from work tonight because um, I have to go to, back to work and my house will be organized. And then doing my food prep and just everything to get me I think I know all the things that will help me be successful, and now I just need to keep on doing them. Way to That's go, awesome, Melody. Steph. I mean, Melody, way to go, Steph! <laughs> Steph, you're so awesome. You're such an inspiration to... I love when you get excited, especially about the marathon. Oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb because you're like, oh, you know, for a week it's just too much, and people are upset that the roads are blocked off. I'm like... You warn the people two weeks. Obviously, if they don't, they see that the road's blocked off, they aren't really probably on those roads. So I got super passionate about it because roads started in Utah. And now they're in several states. But Marvin Heights also said, you know, back when we started 10 years ago, no one knew who we were, so we thought it would be great. They were just becoming a city. And now they're like, well, everyone knows who we are. We don't need it. And I was like... I, I feel like I was really sort of, sorry, I'm going on the tangent, but um, <laughs> my friends growing up lived in Cotwood Heights, and it was unincorporated, and in college, people would always ask where they were from, and they said Cotwood Heights, and people were like, where are you from? And I always would tell them, why don't you just say Sandy? Like, no one knows where Cotwood Heights is, but they were so proud of Cotwood Heights, and, and, you know, I told them, and I said, I will not... I, I usually go to Common Heights for everything because that's home. That's where memories. That's where I work. My dad's had businesses there. My brothers currently have a business there. But I will no longer spend a dime in Common Heights because because for them to say it doesn't benefit like the city, I'm just like, did you see the inspiration that was there today? And so, anyway, this is my whole on tangent, but I, no, I told I them it. at the end. I just said, you know, you guys were once the kids, but no one knew your name. And now that you're the cool kids, doesn't mean you need to forget all the people who cared about you along the way. Amen. But it's like, true. You know? Send it to the mayor. No, it, it is. It, yeah, the mayor. I'm debating posting it on social media, but yeah. <laughs> Go, Steph. No, I feel you, I love a little passion. I love it. Awesome. So if you feel strongly, email the mayor of Cotwood Heights to be careful and tell them that we want the Rebel Marathon here. You know, I bet you there's going to be way too many people who don't want the race to stop. I just cannot keep stopping. I think way too many people are going to stand up and say something. But, Melody, they said that they get complaints for days when they have the race because people are frustrated that the roads are blocked. And one person commented, they're like, they're like, yeah, but the Pacific Coast Highway shuts down for a race, and people don't care, you know, like, yeah, excited. Or, you know, you just think of all the stuff that shuts down, like, because it's a tradition, it's a cool event. So, they're like, but, but it's okay, it's okay. Just use this platform to share. <laughs> okay, this is last thing we will move on to the topic. All I want to say is that the roads, oh, this little dog is attacking me. Okay. Um, they only shut down the roads from like, it's just Saturday morning. That's it. 
like the roads are open by noon that day, you know. So, anyway, people can to figure it out. People can figure it out. I know that's the thing. Yeah. People can people can figure it out. And honestly, I love races. I just I love to go watch people cheer. I just love to go cheer people on. If I would have known, I would have come and probably cheered because I just love it. Like I've I've done cheer stations at the Utah. I mean, at the Salt Lake City Marathon. I've been responsible for a specific part, and it's just so fun. So, um, anyway, sorry I took us on that. No, that's great. That was so great, Melody. How are you? How was your like creating space and eliminating this past week? Um. Well, you know, I really know. <laughs> I don't know. I like I said. I feel like I've kind of been in survival mode and like. I have my schedule down. I have my schedule. I have my system. Like, this sounds ridiculous, but it used to take me three hours to do all my budgeting and meal prep for the week. And today, I was able to budget and meal prep in 30 minutes. And it was all done right away. Yeah! So, so, yeah, yeah. So, like, I have, I have figured, figured things out. And, um, these systems are awesome. I'm using Mint.budgeting app, and it's amazing. Like, I used to just do, like, a Google Excel sheet, and I just updated everything myself. So I'm like, why? There's all these apps that just do all this for me. Like, why am I wasting my time? So, You are anyway. speaking my language. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Steph. You're my inspiration, honestly, for, for a lot of this. I just have been, like, an old, like, conservative grandma, like, stuck my ways. Like, I don't need technology, but... You know, I really, I realize that technology is actually awesome. So, you know, systems are in place. Uh, my good thing, here's the thing, here's my issue, is I create space, and then somehow that space gets filled. And I'm like, what? I did all this work, so, like, I'm saving time in other places. And I, and I guess that's kind of the point of these systems, so I have more time to do other things. Um, But I'm like... I still feel so busy, like I have so much going on, and I still feel like I'm not in correct energy at all. But it's way more manageable than it used to be. So I guess that's what counts, and I will just keep working on it. And maybe life is supposed to feel slightly unmanageable. Because I don't know anyone who's like, yeah, I totally have a hold of my life. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then you say that you don't anymore, because I said that a couple weeks ago. And then I completely lost control of my life. Like, not like that sounds dramatic, but you know, <laughs> right? You know, right. So, so there's like seasons in yeah. like in months. There's seasons. You know, there's not. Yeah. Well, the life. Melody, that's so life. amazing. Three hours to thirty minutes. That's super significant. Thank you. Yeah. Um, congratulations on that. And I, I did a bunch of research after you mentioned automation. On, because I use Every Dollar by Dave Ramsey, and yeah, I think it's amazing. It's awesome. And so I haven't used Mint, but I used to use Mint, and I know that they've updated their app a lot. And then I also looked into You Need a Budget, YNB, and that oh. one looks really good too. I just did some research after, but like, anyway, some of the app. And I love Nerd Wallet. That's my plugin for Nerd Wallet. Yeah, and Nerd Wallet. So there's, you know, a few. Oh, so many options. You know, yeah. I will say this, in my research, I did play around 
with every dollar, and I actually did use every dollar back when Jacob and I first got married. And I think it's a great app. I think the best thing about every dollar is it's like the most user friendly. It's the most simple. It's so straightforward. I love that you can like write in your own names for the categories, which you can't uh-huh. do on most other apps. But I will say, I was debating between every dollar and Mint. I went with Mint. It's because it does one more thing that every dollar doesn't do. And it like categorizes everything for you. Like you swipe your card and it automatically categorizes oh, awesome. what you just get. Yeah. So whereas every, every dollar you have to go in and you have to do all of, all the yes. budgeting yourself. But Mint just does it for you. So but I will say. Oh, that's cool. Mint, yeah. So it's really nice. But it did take me a lot longer to figure out. Mint is not a user-friendly platform. It takes some time to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. Insider stick on both of those. Yeah. I feel like that's useful stuff. So, anyway. Yeah. So useful. All right. Well, Melody, do you want to do you wanna tell us about... I didn't ask Steph. Steph told us. You told us what you're going to do. So, what are you going to do moving forward on... Or for this week? What are your your intentions for this next week? This week, so... This is going to be a foreshadow to our episode next week. I really want to focus on creativity this week. I feel like I have been lacking in, like, I just have had this, like, need, I don't know, just, like, I want to express myself, or I want to paint, or draw, or photography, or something. Like, I just haven't done anything like that for a long time, so... My goal this week is to just, I don't know, like write a song on my guitar or go take some pictures or just do something just to express myself and be creative because I feel like that's something I need in my life right now. That's awesome. I love it so much. Yeah. And is there anything else you want to share with us from this past week that was was a win or was something that was a highlight? Um, no, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm sure something will come up and I'll interrupt one of you since that's why I will. So, <laughs> what do you guys think, Justin? So, I feel like one of the wins was the three hours to 30 minutes. That is a pretty big win. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I also noticed that you um, volunteered at... Trail the 100. I mean, not Trail the 100. I'm sorry. You you did it at Wasatch 100. Oh yeah. You did the, yes. You volunteered, and I kind of wanted to know how that went. Oh yeah. Oh, thanks for asking about that. I forgot that happened. <laughs> um. Anyways, just kidding. I didn't forget. It was really awesome. So, yeah, we volunteered at this aid station. Um. So it's the Desolation Lake Aid Station or Mile 61 in the Wasatch 100, and it's super fun because. We backpack the entire aid station up the canyon, so it's about it's about four miles and two thousand feet of climbing and we, we take up all the tables and the chairs and the food and like we're literally carrying like like um multiple liters of like miso broth soup and um pierogies and 
like all of this food and these utensils and stuff. And anyways, you just so we just love it. It's just like a fun challenge. Everyone just has like these hundred pound bags and we're like huffing up the mountain and everyone's laughing because we look ridiculous with spatulas hanging off of our backpacks. And uh, so anyway, so we set up. Runners start, so we got up there in the morning. Runners started coming through around four o'clock and we cooked food and fed runners and took care of runners for four o'clock in the evening until four o'clock the next morning. And, um, it was just so fun because the, because Jacob and I have been there and we know what it feels like. We just like these runners come in and they're crying and they're broken and they're throwing up in the bushes and they're almost passing out when we're catching them and we're taking people's clothes so they can eat. And it's like, like you just want these runners to finish so bad. And you're like, I, I'm going to do anything for you. Like, what do you need? Do you need your feet? feet rub like we'll we'll rub your dirty sweaty feet like just whatever they need and it's just so awesome to watch these runners push through this pain and stand up and keep going and some runners they literally they like they walk off and they're just crying and you're just like oh man you got this like and other runners they're just they're barely moving they're hobbling along and it also is really cool to see like the really strong runners who run 100 miles every weekend and they come through and they're just fine and you they run up the mountain after 61 miles and you just can't even believe it so it's just a super cool experience and and just i don't know one of the things i love about ultra running is just that you experience like the rawest human emotion and you experience with you experience it with complete strangers and it just is so beautiful to me so it was really, really awesome. And then, anyways, the nighttime was so cold. Jacob gave his sleeping bag to one of the runners who, um, they decided not to finish the race and just sleep in Jacob's sleeping bag at the aid station. So it got down to 32 degrees and Jacob didn't have a sleeping bag. So he basically froze his butt off and was able to sleep off. Um, but it's okay. Wow. <laughs> so, anyways. I know, right? So then we hiked it all back out the next morning and slept the rest of the day on Saturday, and it was a good time. We wow. we love that station. Wow, you're amazing. That's awesome, and that you can like understand and empathize so well. It's so beautiful. Just, uh, it just means so much to them, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, of course it does. That's so powerful. Thanks for sharing that. So. For myself, for my goals, I was just continuing the job search. And actually what I've been focusing on is the book, Designing Your Life, uh, by Bill Burnett and Dale Del Evans, I think. And I've been focusing on that book and keeping, trying to take note, like I'd keep an energy journal about what's an energy and engagement journal, which is basically you take note of what's giving you you, you write down an activity, for example, walking with Seth, and you write engagement on a scale of one to five, and then you do a scale of uh, energy. Did it give or take away energy? You see what I mean? You better say plus ten. And yeah, plus ten. <laughs> um, so engagement's really high for this activity because we're talking, and I'm managing the call, too. So engagement's high for me, right? And then energy, I won't really, I probably will feel a little depleted, but that's because of some health issues. So, you know what I mean? A little bit. I just yeah, I will. And we're going to. 
Right, but I, I ultimately <laughs> will make me feel better to have been with my friends. You see what I mean? Like, ultimately, that's a win for me. So, I just want to I've been paying attention to engagement and energy, because sometimes you can be really engaged, but afterwards, you are decimated. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you no energy, because the engagement was so high, and it required so much of you, but it didn't actually give you energy. It just, like... <laughs> was very engaging. Oh, interesting. So it's yeah. a two-edged sword. It's like become aware of what engages you and energizes you is a really interesting experience. So that's what I've been doing for the job search. And I've updated a few things, and I've been looking at jobs and getting notifications, but I haven't applied to any jobs. <laughs> and I think it's because... I haven't found anything I wanted to apply to yet. Yeah. So hopefully I will continue to, you know, make some pretty good, like I can actually move forward, but I'm in the middle of actually following this book's recommendations, and so I'm actually following that. And it's been really cool. It's been really great. So that's my, like, rundown. And in regards to my goals for moving forward, uh, I want to actually keep my goals from this past week. So I want to keep the whole, like, just focusing on God, focusing on talking to Him. And I also want to focus on my job, the whole, like, continuing to do the energy journal stuff and the job search. So that's what I'm trying to do. And so you're going to do your fundamentals, right? Is this, sorry, is this energy journal, is this, like a a journal that you bought, or is this just something that you're doing on your own, or is it from a book? Or I just something? do it on my own. I, yeah, no, I just do it in my notebook. And what I do okay. is I literally write down my activities of the day, and then I'll just write like my engagement from one to five and my energy one to five. Tracy, that's awesome. You should literally yeah. make like you could sell an energy journal. Like you should make that and sell it because that's genius. I know. It's so, genius. so the thing is, is that I think they have, like Bill Burnett and Dale Evans, I think they've created one. I don't like it, so I should create my own. But I would like to create my own journal, you know, like my own, what I've discovered works for me. Mm-hmm. But I just feel yeah. like so personal because I've done so many journals and, like, planners and stuff. I think I've gotten a kind of a look at what I like. And it's so interesting to me what I like, and I wonder... Does that translate to other people, or is that just for myself to finally figure out? Do you know what I mean? Because all three of us are so different in how we approach things, and yet I just wonder if we were all to plan our own journals, what would that be like, you know? What would we include in them? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that, that definitely gets tricky if, if you really actually want to look into building journals to sell. Then you'd want to do, like prototypes and you want to test them and figure out like the majority of people like if it works for them you know yep yep so i'm sorry i just saw that i just walked into a cloud of mats it was awesome and nice. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so that's that's a does anyone else want to chime in anything about the street well i want yeah, no, I think just, like, continuing on the basics is the big thing for me and, like, not being as scared by going forward. 
I love it. Moving forward with courage instead of fear. Is that what you... You said oh, moving, moving forward, forward with courage. Yeah, not being afraid, but moving forward with faith. But courage I instead of it. fear is great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, Melody, do you have... Uh, Melody, your goals, your goal this week is to just continue to figure out your automation? Or, I mean, to figure out your gaps or what did you define? Uh, cre- creativity is what I want to say. Oh, the creativity, that's right. The creativity. Okay. Yes. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, we all know what we're doing this next week now. <laughs> we will. The plan is that we are going to um, focus on those things for our individual lives. And then for those who are listening, to focus on your relationship with God and how you can strengthen that relationship by potentially going to him first and inviting him into a situation where maybe you wouldn't uh, invite him in in the past. Have a great week.